Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 131 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I checked that number. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Andy. Congratulations, Jack. You've done it again. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, it's a hard job. Someone's got to do it. I'll accept my reward in cash. Thank you. Uh, yeah, go 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 talk to my secretary. She'll she'll line it all up for you. But uh, while he's doing that, let me personally welcome you back to another wonderful episode of What a Beautiful Podcast, the only show with two guys reading comics for your enjoyment. And we're back, and we're gonna read some comics. Did I get it all of it, Jack? Did I did I pretty much lay it all down? Did you say we were going to read some comics? I don't think so. Hold on. So we're, we're going to read some comics. There you go. For okay. all of you all right. today. The specific comic we're going to read is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6 Stone Ocean, which, you know, has been a thing so far. <laughs> it's been a bag. It's been a mixed up bag of things. Mm-hmm. It's... Uh, it's... I don't want to say an artifact... It is, it swings for the fences in a lot of ways. It is very ambitious. That, that's for damn sure. There's one thing and, you'll never catch me saying about it is that it isn't ambitious. That's for sure. Stone Ocean doesn't play it safe. No, not, not at all. And that's the best thing about it and the worst thing about it at the same time. <laughs> Turns uh, out, if you don't have, um... A, a story thrust, an ongoing thing, you kind of flounder for a bit. But hey, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it, it is. Out. It is what it is. But in addition to that, we had a particularly insane episode Ooh. of the Golden Wind Animate this Ooh. past week that we are gonna. It was spicy. We're gonna talk through that spicy ass episode. But even before all we do. All, Oh, wow. I can't speak English. Before we do all of that, Jack, mm-hmm. what have you been up to this past week? Me? Me? Yes. Oh, man. Yes, you. What have I been up to? Hmm. Sort of this. Still playing Kingdom Hearts 3. You You'd still do? Where, where, where are you at? How far are you? Uh, I'm still in the same place. I'm just fucking around. Oh. I, I didn't get to play very much last week, but I have been thinking about it. And just, like, the particular place it occupies culturally and how interesting it is. Uh-huh. Um, but it's like... When, when I finish it, like, what what will I feel? What... I don't know. I'm honestly really interested because you haven't played the other games, so <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like I, I, I'm really curious as to what kind of impression the ending and post-credit scenes will will leave on you. Yeah, really, the whole last that. four hours of the game is going to be a fucking whirlwind for you because oh, it's not all Disney happy fun times. <laughs> no, the Disney happy fun times come come to an end, and then it's just a fucking. Like, four hours of what the fuck. <laughs> you know, like, that's the thing. That's what I, like, I kind of wish I, I didn't have to go through these Disney worlds. I kind of just want to see, like, the the original the original stuff. Like, yeah. I like the Disney worlds. They're fun to see. They're fun to, like, run around in. But it, it kind of feels like two different games. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's Kingdom Hearts for you. That's just always how I it's know. been. They actually did a pretty good job of integrating the main plot into the Disney worlds this time around. Kingdom Hearts 2 is notoriously bad about that, where it's like, here's a bunch of main plot, and then go off on this uh, little vignette Disney adventure for a little bit, and then come back, oh, here's some more main plot. Whereas in Kingdom Hearts 3, they managed to put the original character, like slide them on in there sometimes, give it a little just, more... Give it a just, little more of that flair. Like, <laughs> I just got an image. Remember in old Spongebob, like, the photorealistic hand would come in and out and yeah. grab, like, different characters off the, like, the storyboard? Yeah. Just imagine, like, a hand holding, like, a black-robed figure just sliding <laughs> them into Toy Story and sliding out. It's like, here. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, personally, I... I I, I can't separate the Disney aspect from it. I, I like it mm-hmm. for the original story as much as I like it for the for the Disney stuff. It's kind oh, of absolutely. two sides of the same coin for me. Just Yeah, and I'm no shade against it. It's just yeah. something like I've picked up on me feeling. It's like yeah, I it's fun to see uh not Mike Wazowski and not John Goodman like yell at each other and like walk around hallways, but like I'm kind of want, kind of want to see what everyone else is up to. What's what's Maleficent and Pete? What what are yeah. those jobbers doing? I want to see? Yeah, we'll get there. We yeah, will try to put more time into that. Um, other than that, just gen- general anime stuff. We're winding down into the uh, the back half of this season. I watched a lot of Run with the Wind, a show that like literally no one talks about, but is extremely good about a group of uh college guys trying to run this huge marathon in japan it's like 200 kilometers it's up a mountain and it's incredibly well animated and the characters are really fleshed out and anytime like an anime focuses on like college age characters like i'll take that as a win because they're so rare (laughs) it's like oh these are like almost adults thank god <laughs> it's not high school kids it's not high school god damn it oh god but yeah anyone who's interested in like an uh a kind of slower paced sports anime watch run with the wind it's really good I oh promise. yeah well what there you, you go you've been a gold to? star jack recommendation yeah i don't give those out lightly <laughs> what uh what have i been up to this uh this last week's felt kind of like a a bit of a blur i have been reading mm-hmm. some some manga some comics Ooh, <laughs> some Ooh. off hours manga reading oh yeah just just some light comic uh expeditions if you will mm-hmm. uh i started playing uh travis strikes again which is oh uh, <laughs> an interesting <laughs> game <laughs> I, I don't know if we said it on mic or not, but my opinion of Suda is that he is to video games as uh, Hideo Kojima is to movies. And yeah. That, could, that can be very good and very bad. Here's the thing about Travis Strikes Again, is that the actual gameplay is, like, horrible. <laughs> like, it feels like garbage, but it it's so weird that I can't, I, I like, I'm just thinking about it all the time. Yeah, it was also like forty bucks, so it's like, yeah, ah, all right, I'll I'll give Suda fifty one forty bucks. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I I'm like very happy with the purchase. It's just like, man, it's like some real weak hack and slash stuff. But at least uh-huh. I'm doing some 
uh, mediocre hacking and slashing while wearing a shirt with uh, Metaton from Undertale on Travis Touchdown. Oh, God. Is, can you get that shirt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I need to play more of that. I played like a couple hours and was like, yeah, I, I, this is weird and interesting, but like, this is a two-button hack and slash that is not... It doesn't feel great in the hands. Yeah, but then I, like, I'm just getting bored of the gameplay, and then I start the second level, and it starts off with this, like, like shot on a fucking 2003 flip phone uh, B-movie live-action cutscene thing, and I'm just like, the fuck is going All on? All right, I need to play more. <laughs> All right. And there's... They patched in, like, a cutscene that referenced Killer7, and it was like, okay, like, Dan Smith is here, and you got the original voice actor? Oh, that's what that was. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah that, yeah, that guy, and it's, like, some weird attempt to put uh, No More Heroes into the Killer7 universe, which is, like, I, I guess might be the whole universe all of Suda's games take place in, and it's, like... Yeah, that, right, that went right over my head because I saw that guy and I'm like, I feel like I'm supposed to know who this guy is and he looks familiar. But yeah, that, that went right over my head, unfortunately. Oh, you didn't play a 15-year-old game that was <laughs> obtuse at the best of times that dealt with the uh, the continuing struggle between Japan and America for like global dominance? Like, no, I can't no, say I have. No way. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, so that, that's a that's seven. a weird thing. Uh, I I wouldn't really necessarily recommend it, but if you if you already have an appreciation for Suda and you don't mind parting with forty dollars, it's not the worst thing you can do with your time. Yeah, like it. I feel like the people who were going to buy that game already bought it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like. Mean, you know. knew when Suda got up on stage at one of, at was it Nintendo's E3 and he was like Travis is back and he's <laughs> gonna be in a game that I'm gonna tell you about in six months. Yeah, and it's not gonna be a regular No More Heroes game. It's gonna be whatever the hell this is that I made with five dollars and I, and my friends. <laughs> Man, just make a No More Heroes one and two combo pack and put it on the Switch. Yeah, please. Those games are still great and. No More Heroes 3 could be cool if there's really any more actual ground to tread there, but... The the, the thing is that there isn't, and that's, like, kind of what 2 was about. Because yeah. one, 1 is alright. It was, it, like, a crazy, like, groundbreaking thing is in terms of, like, uh, like, an auteur experience on the Wii, of all things. Yeah. And then you had two, which is like, oh, okay, this is like a real game that was made to be played. But and then like two is a lot more goofy and like two off its off its it. own fucking rocks, whereas one is a lot more grounded and like kind of disturbing. Like in the first yeah. game, Travis is like supposed to be this like huge piece of shit that's the game is laughing at you while you're playing him, and then the second mm. game, he's he's like a superhero. <laughs> Yeah, but it was like a parody of that power trip. Yeah. Almost. Like, he... It, it was saying some stuff that maybe landed, maybe didn't. I had a lot of fun with No More Heroes too. I like it, des- yeah. It was Desperate Struggle just like one ported to the 360 or something? I forget. 
there was a port of the first game to PS3, but it always looked like garbage. <laughs> okay, I think that was Desperate Struggle. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah, No More Heroes. Interesting. games. And then the other thing I've been doing is constantly playing the Resident Evil 2 remake still. Oh, my God. <laughs> I finished you my... unlock Tofu Survivor? Not yet. I, I finished my third playthrough, so I did... Leon, I did Claire A, Leon B, and then I did Leon A, and now I'm going to do Claire B. Oh, man. And, like, man, I just think about that game. Like, when I'm at work, I'm, like, thinking about running around the police station. Like, it's just it's just <laughs> in my head, man. Oh, I love Resident Evil so much. You see that Zero, 1, and 4 are coming to Switch, right? Oh, yeah. I can't wait to buy Resident Evil 4 again. <laughs> Again, and I'm gonna How? fucking do it gladly because that is that game is a goddamn masterpiece. It's a fucking cultural touchstone, and I will that Resident Evil Four being a masterpiece is one of those hills I will definitely die on. Oh yeah, and isn't the thing like it didn't even like sell as much as people think it did, like when it first came out. Like it wasn't was it received as like an amazing masterpiece upon release. For like the time, yeah. I mean, oh, okay. sales-wise, for the time, it was really good. It's just... Oh, okay. It's just... You gotta... That game came out on the fucking GameCube in, like, what, 2004? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I so... Remember. Yeah, so, Two like... Uh, try to compare sales numbers from back then to now is probably not... It doesn't really paint the right picture. But yeah. I'm sure if you combined every release on every platform, <laughs> I'm sure... Because there's tons of people out there like me that have bought that game on literally every platform. GameCube, Wii, PS2, PS3, PC, PS4, and now Switch. Like, <laughs> It's probably another one. Was it on Vita? Could you buy it on Vita? God, I wish. <laughs> but the funny thing, though, is that I still think the Wii version is the best version of that game because the pointer Absolutely. controls are actually awesome. It made it really easy. Yeah, it did make it a little too easy, but it felt really good, so whatever. Yeah, that Metroid Prime 3, like, when the Wii controls worked, they worked. Uh-huh. But, oh, uh, but yeah, so Resident Evil 2 Remake is, uh, is, is goodshit.com. Anyway, we're already about 15 minutes into this damn thing. We haven't read a yeah, single comic. Just... I mean, I love to ramble, but, you know. Yeah, it's fun. We, we might can as go well... off on tangents all we want. Yeah, but we might as well get to the main event here. We, we yeah. have, uh... Let's pop right back in to Stone Ocean with The Kiss of Love and Revenge Part 2. Mm. I'll, I'll kick it off here with uh, Hermes' internal mo- uh, monologue on her stand powers. Mm-hmm. Let's say that I put my sticker on this marker. Then I get two markers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep, off the bat. Yep. Off to a good start. This is my ability. Its name is Kiss. If I take the sticker off, it'll return to being one marker. Additionally, it creates a fissure in the object, which makes it easier to destroy. I'll use this ability to my advantage. This ability came to me after I got placed in this prison, but I'm going to see this as a sign from heaven. Okay. I mean, Hermes is religious all of a sudden. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sports Max is a sign that tells me to make you remember what you did. The last thing you're going to think about before you die is what you did to my sister Gloria. This kiss is my license for revenge. 
sports backs. Oh my god! Like <laughs> the, the, per- the purple keep... lipstick and the bleach blonde eyebrows. Like, <laughs> oh, are those his eyebrows? Yeah. Man. And the fact that they let him keep his, his weird um, yin yang symbol uh, purple suit in prison. Yeah. What's Gotta up with it. that? <laughs> yeah. It's one of it's one of the secrets of the prison, or one of the seven wonders. That's right. Right. Yeah, the seven wonders of uh, the prison. Oh. Yeah. 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 Cool, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. First, these few days, I've been carefully observing you and waiting. I don't know why, but every morning you go to the chapel. I've even seen you cleaning up the graveyard for the prisoners who died. You sometimes even give them flowers. Was it a grave for one of you buddies who got executed at the chair or something? And on some days, I saw you go into the workshop and working on your little stuffed animal hobby. Why would a bum like you start something like that? Well, I don't really care about all that anyway. The only thing I'm noting is where you usually go. Where you leave the men's war. <laughs> the men's, men's war. war. <laughs> the men's ward. Which, which hall you take. Which rooms you go to. Who you meet. Who you sell your drugs to. Which prisoners you bully. Which guard you bribe so you can fool around with some dumb bitch? That's what I need to know, so I can find out when and where you're alone. To find out where I can take you so that no one else will ever hear your screams. Okay, so his eyebrows are like the fucking things on his jacket. They are. This is a prosciutto uh, sort of uh, self-absorption here. Uh, and all this narration, Hermes has been following Sportsmax as he goes around and d- does all those things. Uh, and we zoom out and we see Foo Fighters and Jolene watching Hermes watching Sportsmax. This is like some Scooby-Doo shit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what are we going to do? Did you talk to Hermes? Of course not. She's really serious about our assumption that you became a prisoner to chase down Sportsmax. So now, so what now? I'm willing to help you out, you know. And no one's going to be able to talk her out of revenge. This is Aramis' problem. But I don't make her a murderer. That's what we have to protect her against. Looks like her observations are over for the day. They're separating. Let's go back. Aramis seeing Jolene and Foo Fighters turning the corner. Uh, they're not slick. Uh, Sportsmax walking down this hallway to his workshop. There's a picture taped to uh, a standpipe as he goes by. Oh, what's that? It's Gloria. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Hermes is doing that real fucking devious shit. I love it. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Picks it up. Rips it off the standpipe. You remember? That's good. I was waiting for that. For you to remember, Gloria... Now all you gotta do is scream. <sighs> oh! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alright, uh... The, sh- the entire pipe that he was uh, right next to comes back together because... Yeah, alright. I'm trying to, fig- <laughs> trying to figure out what happened here. She used her sticker to make two of this pipe and then separated, like, took the sticker off because the sticker was on the back of Gloria's picture, and Sportsmax took it off, making the two pipes come back together with him in the middle. He's being sandwiched by two giant pipes. <laughs> what? What is this? What the hell? 
are you? Who are you? I did it. Fit right in. Actually, the pipes of this prison aren't made so that humans can fit in them. But as a coffin, it works just nicely. It's perfect. Is that the sound of you falling down? Slip, 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 slip. What the hell? Hey, hell! What are you doing there? Hey, can you hear me? Get me out of here. Sports, Max. You still don't know who I am? Well, take your time. A hint. Gloria was also thrown into the gutters. Grab! His hands try to come back out of the fissure the two pipes made. I put another sticker on this pipe to make a lid for your coffin. Oh, oh God. Rips off the sticker. Another pipe comes down and fills in the hole that he was trying to crawl out of. Now oh. it's sealed shut. You can scream all you want, call for help. The only one who's going to hear you are the cockroaches and the rats. Squiggle, 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 squiggle. Undoes this uh, water valve, fills the pipe with water. You're going to end up in the gutter too. Come on, scream, Sports Max. Limp Biscuit, the one who emerges from the dark. Oh my god. Yeah, you know, I thought I'd be ready for it. Biscuit, the one who emerges from the dark. Limp Biscuit's special ability, chocolate starfish. (laughs) The one who indulges in the dark. Limp Biscuit. Oh my god. Shatter bottle on Sports Sports Max's workshop bench shatters. Right next to this... uh, stuffed hummingbird he had going here several more bottles just shatter one after the other bang 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 and then in the liquid from this bottle we see a footprint a clawed footprint step step off of the table (laughs) like what flap flap what the fuck is going on flap flap Limp Biscuit, the one who emerges from the dark, who indulges in the dark. Shatter. Shatter. There's something here. Something is coming. Flat. flat. Oh, God. An invisible something attacks Aramis and clips one of her fingers off and puts a bunch of holes in her face. Foo Fighters is a healer, right? (laughs) Not really. Oh, so okay. So she's just fucked. Uh, I was I wasn't sure how uh, what the stakes fighters, are in part six. <laughs> Foo Fighters can put like a plug of plankton in her to like fill in the hole, but she's still got to heal it. So yeah, rip her finger then. <laughs> oh, here's some eye stuff, Andy. Oh no! <laughs> oh. oh God! Why? Yeah. Yeah. This. It can't be. That's that guy Sportsmax is doing this. Ah! The Kiss of Love and Revenge Part Three. Yeah, moving on so Andy doesn't have to look at her eyeball being bisected. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Pulls out, pulls out Kiss, tries to hit whatever is attacking her. Flap, flap, flap. Something's flying around here. Alright, so on this next page. He drew Ermie, He did this really cool uh, Ermes and Kiss thing, but he split the panels up, but oh. not really. 
What? You see what I'm talking about, right? This... I feel like this could be an example of overzealous scam lading. Because this looks like it was an action line that got too defined. You see how, like, the opacity is, like, less than 100 when it's on Kiss's hand? You can kind of see through it. Yeah. And then it just, like, becomes sharp. I feel like that was done after the fact. I could be wrong, and I would love to see this in, like, the raw form. But that's the, like, I I don't know what else that could be. Because yeah. that's, that's not a panel break. That's too thin, <laughs> and it's not separating anything. Yeah, I don't know. Just immediately jumped out to me. Yeah. Cool stance, though. Ugh, uh, fuck! Flap, my flap, finger! Flap, flap! Where the hell is my finger? What the fuck is going on? But one thing's for flap, sure, this flap. is a stand. I don't get why I can't see it, but it was definitely a solid thing, like a bird. Oh, no! Yeah, does the old Dio Brando trick of uh, grabbing her carotid artery out of her neck. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> That's the sound she makes. <laughs> oh, no! She puts a sticker on her, like, weird vest thing uh, to make a net for whatever's flying around her. I'm pretty sure your carotid artery is not elastic. Like, if something grabbed your carotid artery, it would break so fast. Well, no. Because, like, your veins are elastic. I think, like, this could happen. Like, you could pull out an artery... And not break it. It would be really messy. <laughs> but like touching your artery. Like it's flexible. You can like just play around with your artery if you want to. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Oh you don't like thinking about that? No. Like, Alright let's move realize, on. Let's move okay. on. <laughs> <laughs> so she puts a sticker on her shirt thing. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, captures the flying thing around her. And then just kills it. By punching it to death. <laughs> um. A lot of blood comes out of it, and at the same second she does that, the stuffed hummingbird on the bench behind her, uh, like, explodes a little bit, and that's a hint about what's going on here. All right. <sighs> did, did I do it? Did I crush that guy? Who's saying this? Is this a narrator? Oh, I'll, I'll do this. Okay. Stand abilities. Attract other stand users. Or is it just a coincidence? Sports Max. I didn't... Uh, God damn it. Yeah, it is. Aramis. Oh, okay. Whatever. Stand abilities. Attract other stand users. Or is it just a coincidence? Sports Max. I didn't know that you'd already become a stand user. Because of the disc? One of White Snake's discs? Discs. Wait. Wait a second. Either way, I'm gonna take care of Sports Max. But if it's true that he's got a stand ability from White Snake, why would White Snake do that? The only one who was chasing this guy was me. So it doesn't make sense to think that he turned Sportsbacks into a stand user to take care of us. Wouldn't Whitesnake be using this guy for a different objective? He was probably given some order, and that order must be in his memory disk. That should be what Whitesnake is plotting. If I take that disk from him and read his memories, I might be able to see who Whitesnake is. What's wrong, Sportsbacks? Awfully quiet, aren't you? Did you get crushed inside that pipe? Or maybe kick, you... kick, kick. <laughs> 
Or maybe you got shit choked up from your mouth to your asshole and drowns. I gotta get... <laughs> That's really good, though. I gotta get the disc from the sky. It must have something about Jolene's father. And then cut to this uh, Mighty Mouse in a car. Oh, is that Mighty Mouse? I don't know. Um, <laughs> the workshop bench is suddenly overturned. And yes, there's a Mighty Mouse toy on a chain on the ground. What's that doing there? Oh. Okay. All right. There's a lot going on. Yeah, these two pe- pages are a lot, and I'm not really quite sure what's going on. <laughs> yeah, she peers around the table. She sees a stuffed alleg- alligator. Alligator. That's an alligator. A stuffed alligator on the floor next to this toy. Suddenly, there's a chunk taken out of this toy, like something chomped down on it. And one of the bottles of paint, like, next to here is crushed. We have another case of an invisible monster doing some shit. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then all the tables flip, and what the fuck is going on? Yeah, the entire room starts doing, like, a poltergeist thing. What? Sports Max is weird. What the hell? What is coming again? Is he still alive, Sports Max? He's still alive in that tube? This invisible power, I don't know, but it's bigger than before. Tip, 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 tip. It's fast. Tip, 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 tip. A Grabs stand. onto the bars overhead. Um, yeah, go ahead. go ahead. A stand. Sports, Sports Max's stand. This power. It can't be. The stuffed alligator from the workshop. It can't be that thing. And the first one was a bird. Does that mean that the dead bodies are moving? That the power from these dead things are attacking me? Mmm. Shit. That asshole trying to get out by breaking the pipe. Hermes? What are you doing there? Hermes, we were worried about you. Jolene! FF! Don't come over here! Well, <laughs> conveniently, the person who gets her leg chopped off is the plankton person, so... <laughs> yeah, the one who can just repl- like put, pop that leg back on. Yeah. Uh, but some uh, an invisible force uh, slices Foo Fighters' leg right off. And uh, a privilege card for Sportsmax. Prisoner name, Sportsmax. Prisoner number... MA26156. Sentence, five years, tax evasion and assault. Profession, mm-hmm. car dealer, but actually a gang member. Stand name, Limp Biscuit. No! <laughs> oh, cut to uh, a really cool cover. Ooh, I like this a lot. I like red Foo Fighters, mm-hmm. uh, rainbow color Jolene, green Aramis, well, teal and blue Aramis. This is cool. There's a lot of colors in here I like. (laughs) Yeah, this is nice. It's an enemy, Jolene. There's an alligator. Run away. An invisible carcass is moving around on the floor. Foo Fighter's leg has a bunch of teeth marks in it. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Absolutely disintegrated. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Jolene, (sighs) run. Hurry. I don't have time for explanations. Just take that haul out of here and run. Burp. Can alligators burp? Oh, why not? <laughs> it's gone around towards you. It's already moved. Run! Stone free! Gives this invisible... Oh, she, she splashes blood into the air from the pool under Foo Fighters and is able to 
kind of colorize this invisible ghost alligator. She goes in for an aura that gets punched or kicked or something. (laughs) Yeah, hang on. I'm trying to see if uh, Stonefree has a mouth in all these panels. Uh, Yes. Yes. Stonefree, (laughs) mouthwatch. Stonefree (laughs) has a mouth. Hashtag mouthwatch. Stonefree does the old aura aura, but Jolene instead is the one who gets punched (laughs) by this alligator's leg. Because, oh. Her face gets really messed up. You can see the scale imprints from this thing. Oh, God. It's very strong. Jolene! Ugh. Ugh. Sends out some string as a net to uh, gauge its movement. Where is it? Hermes, I can assume that the stand user is that bum Sportsmax, right? I've heard the story about your sister. I looked for old newspapers in the library and I read them too. Hmm. Yeah. The user is in that pipe there. I put him in there. That's why he's attacking me. Coincidentally, Sportsmax was already a stand user. Jolene, all you gotta think about is getting out of here. He's almost gonna drown in that sewage pipe anyway. This stand power only lasts till he dies, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> Jolene's uh, reading up on Where? her stand rules. <laughs> yeah, you better read up on stand power. Where, Where did that thing go? Why isn't my string's barrier sensing any movement? If the thing moves, it would touch my string and be able to tear, tell where it is. This is a... Oh! Whole... Oh, oh, God. I was going to make a, a a point that this kind of looks a lot like what Hierophant Green used to be able to do. What? Oh, the with whole... the strings, yeah. Yeah, with the netting thing. And then I turned the page and I was like, oh, God. And she gets her whole shoulder, whole big chunk of meat cut out. Oh, God. Yeah, the alligator was on the wall the whole time. What? Shit! To these invisible things, up or down, ceiling or floor, it doesn't matter. Stop! I'm the one you want! No, Hermes. This guy. He ate my left leg. It's in his stomach. My leg? This guy is my enemy, too. Holds out her hand to Jolene. Stop! Don't stand, Foo Fighters! Don't get in front of me, Foo Fighters! We don't know where it is. Don't come. It'll bite you. Oh, God. Hey, yeah, you know what? It sure did bite her arm. Yeah, it'll bite me. That's the only thing it can do. Shit, but this is okay. Now I got inside its mouth, and then what? (laughs) Is this the first time we see this? The finger guns? I thought we saw the finger guns in Marilyn Manson, maybe. I don't remember, but it's weird. (laughs) Yeah, because she shot at uh, Marilyn Manson, or not... The, I forget. Ari forget that Stan user's name. Uh, yeah, whatever. Shot at her in the showers with with the gun. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, she turns her thumb and fingers into basically just a handgun and shoots plankton bullets. If we didn't talk about that before, it's cool. Maybe she just shot the plankton bullets, but her hand didn't transform into this weird gun thing. <laughs> That's also possible. The gun yeah. might be new. I remember um, the plankton bullets. Yeah. But she she's able to shoot inside this thing's mouth. Uh, and at the same time this happens, the stuffed crocodile explodes. Cool. Ah, I did it. I totally got him. But shit, will it be the right size anymore? Fucker, dice it up pretty good. Hey, th- isn't this part of Jolene's shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> and water. I'm thirsty. <laughs> yeah, she's just holding a chunk of Jolene's meat. Oh, no. 
Oh no. Hermes looks over and she sees that the sewage pipe that she put Sports Max in is broken. Oh god. And has some greasy handprints coming out of it. What is this? Oh, time to move on to the next volume. Mm. Look at that. What is. The right. We got Kiss of Love and Revenge Part 5. Sports Max is back, baby. Sports Max is undead. Get Max, bitch. All right. Walking. Sports Max is here, walking down the hallway, covered in sewage. Yeah. Ugh. Shit. The back of my throat's all sticky. I need to drink something. Gotta gargle. I'm so fucking thirsty. What was I doing? Where am I going? I'm right or left. Which hall was I headed for? Ah, oh, yeah. I remember. Towards the chapel, right? Towards the chapel, my goal was to find the body. The body that Whitesnake told me to find. That body is in this prison somewhere. Whitesnake told me that I would be able to find it. And with my ability, Limp Biscuit, I can do it. But shit. Before that, gotta wind down. Gotta dry myself off and get me something to drink to ease things up a bit. Hang on. What is the name of that magazine that the guard is reading over there? Because I bet... What is that? Oh, no. The magazine is just called Automobile. <laughs> I thought I I was thinking like, ah, maybe a Rocky put an old movie reference in. Nah, not, not quite. Hey, that chick over there. Convenient. I forgot her name. She's one of those bitches anyway. Whatever. Bitch is fine. God damn it. <laughs> hey, I'm bribing him and he's not even paying attention. He's trying to hand this guard a 20. Yo, how's it going? Are you working now? I wanted to get something to drink. Want to come to the cafe with me? After that, we could have a little fun in some corner, touch each other a bit. <laughs> uh, this lady whips around, knees the guy standing next to Sport Max instead of Sport Max. Almost like she didn't see him. Uh, you can do this, lady. Bastard! Don't think you can just Thank touch you. me for free? You just touched me. Show me the money first. What? Did that guy just touch you without paying you first? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, Sports Max kicks him into the ceiling. The lady looks around. Still doesn't see Sports Max. Uh, cut back to the carnage with the, with the squad. What? What's wrong, Hermes? He... Is he still in the pipe? Or did he drown there? I don't know. It's too dark to see. Maybe he's stuck too far in. Or this... This looks like a handprint. It can't be this... Shit! The damage to my leg is too serious. Ugh, Hermes, just to confirm. That thing right now, that alligator... So, am I supposed to assume that that alligator's ghost was what attacked me? That he's able to control ghosts? Thank you, Fufitis, for your contribution <laughs> while you're trying to connect your leg back together. <laughs> no, I don't think so. It was too savage. It's not a ghost, but probably a living corpse. The living dead, with a hell of a lot of bloodlust. His ability is probably making invisible zombies, if I... S <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bet no, that you're No, it guess. couldn't possibly be ghosts. It must be invisible zombies. <laughs> Again, this is one of those times where, like, I know what's in this arc, 
But I was like, ah, yeah, I remember he was able to do the invisible zombie thing. That was kind of something. And then we get here, it's like, it's probably invisible zombies. <laughs> if I say it like this, is it easier to grasp my concept? Fuck you. Yeah, no. <laughs> and Jolene, I got to tell you something. What I felt when I was following him. Sportsmax is an ulterior motive, and it probably has to do something with your father's stolen memories. He's looking for something in this prison, and we should be able to find out what if we read his memory discs. Where is he? Did we beat him? The disc is in his head. Did he die in that pipe? Or where the hell is he now? It can't be that he himself is an invisible corpse now? That's... God. That's exactly what's happening. Oh, I get it now. He did die in the pipe, and his stand yeah, is he... keeping him alive as yep. a corpse. Yep, because Araki uh. saw Sixth Sense, and he was like, yes. <laughs> yes. Ladies and gentlemen, always remember, Araki has seen movies. Because if I'm not mistaken, Sixth Sense came out in 1999. Yep. You know when Stone Ocean first started? The year 2000. Oh, God. Here we it go. It lines up, Andy. It lines up. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sportsmax killed this guy and is now kind of using his body as a puppet. What? What are you doing? Falling over like that by yourself? I just hit you a little. Don't be stupid. Being stupid. Why am I going into Mr. Voice? Being stupid? You know, can't let this guy get away with it, bitch. You got to make him pay. Where's this guy hiding his cash? Hey, help me search him. Lady does nothing. Hey, you listen and search him. Oh, found something in his sleeve. <laughs> we see this guy just like dancing as Sportsmax like rifles through his clothes, finds a roll of 20s. What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> this next what? page. Ah. <laughs> uh... Just read the lines. Just read the lines. We'll get there. We'll get there. You first. No, you, you skipped over this lady. Oh, lady. I skipped over this lady. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can understand your surprise. <laughs> How? What? Why are you taking out money? Are you going to give me money? You should have just said so. That's what I told you, dumbass. Pay attention. Think he's hiding more? Maybe in his mouth? Because we keep like going back and forth to what Sportsmax is doing and what the lady is seeing, and Sportsmax is just like <laughs> going through this guy's mouth. <laughs> Whoa! Why the hell are you stripping, huh? You mean you want to do it with me here, right here, right now? Hey, hey! You know there's a cemetery back there, right? <laughs> Sportsmax <laughs> takes off this guy's pants, like. Flips him upside down. Ugh. God. What? Hey, what are you doing? Whoa, what are you trying to do? Hey, hey, stop sweating your legs. Give me a break. I'm not into weird fetishes like that. And out of this guy's pants falls, of course, drugs. Yep. There's just a bunch of drugs. Huh. What is, what is that? Wait a sec. I really don't want to get involved in stuff like that. And Sportsmax, a ghost, tries to shoot up some drugs. This is for me. He had some good stuff. And the lady just sees a ghost trying to uh, do some heroin. 
great. Uh, but instead, when Sportsmax tries to shoot up, uh, sewage comes out of his veins. Oh, oh, yikes! God, God, why, why? What the, what the hell is this liquid from my skin? It's not the drug. Drip, 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 drip. Ugh, this smell. The smell is the smell of the sewer. My body. The liquid that's coming out of my body and this smell. Shit. Can't be. I'm... Cut back to the lady. What? What the hell is this? From midair. What the fuck? Oh my god, Araki. You're really gonna have... You're really gonna have meter brains. Oh my god. He he is a mess. Oh, he, he really... Yeah, he just ate her brains. Yep. She didn't Scalped her and ate her brains. Like, it couldn't get any more cliche. <laughs> This is, yeah, this is like six cents crossed with like any kind of living dead thing. Yeah. Day of the Dead, whatever. Oh, God. Uh, these panels and covered in blood, though, are pretty cool. These are really raw. Because um, after he eats her brain, he's covered in her blood and he's this weird half silhouette with a hungry mouth. I, I wasn't thirsty. I wanted to eat. I wanted to eat to satisfy this appetite. Brains, I remember. I drowned in that pipe. I'm already... Shit, it's because of her. Gloria Costello's sister. Oh, God. Doing this to me. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Ugh, I'm parched. We are literally one degree of separation away from a JoJo villain walking around saying, Brains! Brains! <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. It was a little bit too on the nose. Keep it moving. Be be careful. He did get out of that pipe. What did he do? Did he bite her with his teeth? With his teeth? Is it even possible for human teeth to crush a skull like that? It's not human anymore. His intelligence, his morals. But the disc is still with him for sure. Gate slams shut behind behind the squad. Stonefree comes out, tries to break it apart. Don't go too far, Aramis. You're gonna get trapped. He still has intelligence, just like humans. And we'll cut it there. Yeah, we'll pick up next week, finishing off Kiss of Love and Revenge, part six and seven, and see if the end of the arc uh, makes us look favorably upon Sportsmax or uh, makes us glad he's gone. Yeah. We'll find out. I know what I would place my bets if I was a betting man. Oh, I don't think anyone will give you good odds on those. <laughs> but anyway, that's enough uh, Stone Ocean for today. Let's switch over to the Golden Wind anime so we can gush for five to ten minutes like absolute crazy people. Uh, do you want to start, Jack? Yeah. Um, the final mission from the boss. They get what's in the OA disc and it's instructions from the boss on where to meet him. Uh, there they get a message from the boss. And have we talked about how all of the written text in here is like actually Italian yep. and that that's pretty neat. Cause like that's, that's a pretty neat detail. They didn't need to do that, but mm -hmm. it's appreciated. Um, and they get to the church where everything goes bad. <laughs> That where the boss like, yeah, just take my daughter up there, go in the elevator. The, this church only has an elevator, no stairs. That's weird, right? Um, if anyone 
but uh, one other person comes in, I will kill all of you uh, because I'm your boss, and that's fine. Um, Bukalati gets the uh, <laughs> the whole bit where he's saying, "Oh, ladybugs are good luck, right, Jorno?" <laughs> the Bruno Bruno's interactions with the whole squad, like he he's the best. Mm-hmm. He's the best. Um, I'm just scrubbing through the episode as we're going. Like, were you completely satisfied with what happened in here? In the whole, as of the episode as a whole? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, literally every second of it. They did, Bru- uh, they did Bucalati's backstory perfectly. Like, mm-hmm. it was excellent. Uh, and Cause, I... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Because... After they get in the elevator and just the quick cut of Bukalati holding Trish's hand to holding Trish's hand and nothing else. Uh-huh. And then quick flashback. Let's go. I really got to give major credit to Bukalati's uh, voice actor. The the part where he loses his shit, he did such a good job. Like, you really yeah. feel the emotion in there. You know, it's it seems like this. That's why Bukalati is my favorite character in Part Five. Possibly my favorite JoJo character, like overall. He's mm-hmm. uh, he really steals the show here. Yeah, he like he's not, it's not like he's the main character, but everything revolves around Bukalati yeah. and how he addresses situations. Like Jorno is the JoJo. But Bukalati is their boss. Bukalati is such a leader. I, I would follow Bukalati to the grave, man. <laughs> I mean, and all of these boys do that exact same thing. Uh-huh. Um, I noticed they... Have they stopped censoring blood in Part 5? Or did they ever censor blood in Part 5? I don't like, think... I mean, I think they always showed blood, but never any, like, direct, like, gore. Like, they'll censor, like, mutilations and things like that. Okay. Like, I remember when I watched the when I watched the uncut part four, like the only things that were really censored were like showing the like other like the the stub of the hands that Kira cut off. Yeah, and they just showed like the the cut off wrist of Trish's hand, and it just like dumped blood. They don't on the see ground. like the bone and the meat though. That's oh, what they, that's the what they censored the in part four. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they toned it down so they didn't have to censor anything. Yeah. That's that's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruno's backstory is really sweet. Uh, like, boy had a had a rough rough time of it. Parents divorced, stayed with his dad to help him fish. He's um, just like the perfect lad. Gets into a gang, gets pissed off that the gang is putting drugs on the street. Decides to turn on the gang. <laughs> mm, uh, a lot was talked about of Bruno's funeral outfit for his dad. How it was just a palette swap of his normal clothes. That was just like black suit with the white, like whatever strawberry specs. Yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, the fact that his dad was killed because of the drugs that the boss is peddling, and it all comes full circle. Mm-hmm. Good backstory. Uh, him jumping out from under the bed and just just murking these guys, like. This was brutal to watch. The uh, the animation on him, like, dashing around and stabbing him was really cool. Um, I'm just padding until we get back to the church, honestly. Yeah. 
the wheel of fate continues to turn and Bruno sees that uh, Trish has been taken by a shadowy figure that we know is the boss. And Andy, do you want to talk about what happens in the basement of the church? Oh my god. So let's just look we'll, we'll cut right to the chase here. A King Crimson is finally revealed, or Lord Crimson as uh, Emperor Crimson. Emperor Crimson, yeah. Which isn't the worst isn't the worst localized name ever, but King Crimson is here and he's horrifying. They it, like remember how yeah. they messed up the uh, the Killer Queen reveal last season? They didn't do that this time. <laughs> no, yeah, where the Killer Queen kinda just looks scrawny. Yeah, um, yeah. No. King Crimson looks like a menacing demon. Exactly how he's supposed to look. Incredible stand design. Love King Crimson, and I love how they they animated. They didn't show you King Crimson's powers at work, but they did show you. They showed you his powers like directly from Bucolati's perspective. So, so time just kind of cuts without him or the viewer noticing, which I thought mm-hmm. was a neat touch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, we see a lot more of what the boss looks like than we did in the manga. Like, he has this whole, like, crimson suit getup on. Um, and if you look closely, you can see, like, the, uh, I don't know what to call it, but, like, Diablo's, like, mesh shirt. You can kind of see the same design, like, in the shirt that the boss is wearing. It's neat. Like, yep. I don't know if this form of the boss is, like, his midway between Dapio and uh, Diavolo, but hey. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't... I don't know. I don't really know what to make of it. Like, you know, I, it's not... It's really not worth thinking too hard about what the true identity of the boss is, but... Uh, no, but it's just, like, a neat detail that they didn't yeah. just have him be, like, um, Shadow Detective Man. Conan, like, Shadow Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, no credits because we're going right to the end on this. So, uh, the, uh, King, we see King Crimson's arm first stop, uh, Bucolati as he goes to attack the boss. And then, uh, the scene punching behind the pillar and it's revealed that Bucolati punched himself mm-hmm. and that whole... The effects that they used for that as the past Bucolati fades out into the present Bucolati and he realizes what just happened and King Crimson just materializes out of the shadow uh, and starts to monologue. <laughs> so is this is this the power of King Crimson that really doesn't come up too much like the whole like seeing yourself in the future thing? Because I don't really remember that too well. <laughs> well, because the whole bit... Um, was that he was able to, like, cut and paste. Like, he was able to see the effect of what was going to happen, so he had the ability to change it. So what happened here was he saw that Bucolati was going to punch him through the pillar, so he moved Bucolati in the future uh, to where King Crimson was in the future, so past Bucolati just ended up hitting himself. Right. Like it it's a weird sort it's a closed time loop is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Like he brings past he, he brings future Bucolati to a different spot. Um and it just it kinda just phases in like that. And also Bucolati gets absolutely gutted. <laughs> it's it just works, am I right, Jack? <laughs> oh fuck. <off. laughs> it just I'm, works. <laughs> 
Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, but Bukalati gets his shit kicked in. But before that happens, you get to see Bukalati go absolutely ape shit with good old Zipper Man. Some of the coolest uh, uses of uh, Sticky Fingers we've seen so far. Oh, yeah, and just the little touches of uh, Bruno using Sticky Fingers. Like, when he was coming down the, the elevator, he just makes a zipper on the the elevator cable and just like yeah like what if, what if solid snake had stand powers <laughs> oh my god if solid snake had stand powers everyone would have died um he just casually zips trish's hand back onto her wrist it's so cool love bucolati terrible what happens to him <laughs> yeah then, we're gonna see that soon <laughs> yeah and i forget the sequence of events after this so it's going to be interesting. I forget if Giorno comes down here or not because he does call him, tell him what's happening. Um, but we'll see. We will I'm find very... out in a few days. Yeah, I'm very excited to see where it goes, and I'm very excited to see if we get the new opening this week. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I'm like pretty much 100% convinced we're only getting two openings this time. Oh, yeah, no, that's that's a definite at this point. They, they would yeah. have already done a new end, new beginning. Yeah. If uh, they were going to change it. But because of how long they've waited, yeah, they are just doing it at basically the halfway point, which is right here since 39 episodes, episode 20, 21. Like, that tracks, I think. Yeah, just about. So we're going to see the big, you know, the big infamous tonal shift is about to happen. So very much looking forward to that. Very much looking forward to see how David Pro knocks out the back half of this thing. It's going to be something special. That's for damn sure. Mm, so excited. But that'll have to wait until next week that we see what how Bruno gets out of this one. Not mm. well. Not well. <laughs> but in the meantime, tell us where they can find us, Andy. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah, they can find your us. Your Home base is SoundCloud. So go there. Give us a follow. Give us a listen. If you'd rather use iTunes, we're on iTunes. We're also on Google Play. You know, whichever you prefer. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's that's where you can find us. And Jack posts us on the subreddit. And I tweet about it. So, you literally can't escape us. I won't Never. allow it. Never. You have to listen to us. It's the law. Mm-hmm. And I won't hear two ways about it. So, thank you for joining us for another excellent, exciting episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. We'll see you next time, guys. See you next week.